All right, our good friend from uh, KTV, Andy Kennedy, uh, joins us. Good morning. Morning, boys. Um, hey, congratulations. So we were sad to see Matt Foster go. Uh, Matt was a really, really good dude. I, I wish him well. Um, there's a guy that loved himself some soccer. Loved it. He had the best hair going. Holy in cow! TV. Did he no ever. offense to you. He did have good hair. Um, but you have uh, made a new hire and a uh, really, really good hire to join the uh, the talented and award winning sports department at KTV. She starts today. Lauren Michelson, who also has good hair, um, she is ready to rock. Now she she people in around the state may recognize Lauren. She was down at Channel Eight in Lincoln for a few years and. Uh, now she starts with us, so her, her first day is today, and how about this? She starts on a day that um, Creighton, the local club, plays the number one team in the country. <laughs> I said, Lauren, it, it, believe me, it's always like this. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, I was like, you don't get you, I mean, come on. So she's going she's gonna to onboard this afternoon, and then she's going to go uh, kind of shadow Matt Petilli tonight at, uh, to see how uh, Creighton ball game is like, so her first uh, – Real Creighton experience from the other side. Now, are you, you gonna, gonna throw in the deep end right away? Are you going to be live? Yeah. Are you going to be live at six and ten? Satilly's going to be live at six oh. and ten. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just let her go. Just I hey. mean, she knows what she's doing. So Just people, let her go tonight. People, people in Omaha probably don't know Lauren if you don't have access to uh, Lincoln TV. But uh, I saw her firsthand. She was at the Big Ten Media Days as a one man band, and she was everywhere. I mean, she was grinding. So that's a really good addition to uh, what you guys already have. Yeah, and, and the beauty about her, she knows uh, what she's walking into. You know, like um, uh, no offense to Matt Satilli, but when you when we when you when you bring in a new person from out of state or out of market, you got to tell them, you know, this is the door you get into when you go to Pinnacle Bank Arena. This is where you park. This is where you know this is the best way to go, and this is where practice ends, and this is where you know Husker football meets. With Laura, she all that stuff is built in because she's been in the market so. Can't wait for her to get started. She's gonna be she's gonna be work out great and uh, fantastic addition and and she it all starts today. So that's great news. Are you guys starting to have uh, some production meetings on where the destinations will be and who will be going to where when it comes to selection Sunday? Because uh, we could see depending on what happens with Omaha between the men's side and the women's side, there's gonna be uh it's gonna be it's gonna be splintered all over the place. Yeah, if I put the over/under on uh, the six Division One teams in the state going in Division One going to the NCAA tournament, I put it up at four and a half. Oh. Would you take the over/under? Um, ask me. Uh, yeah. So, so when we talk again in two weeks, because That's tough. Uh, that is tough. Omaha will play a couple of games. I'll let you know because I, I know yeah, what the half that, team is. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, it, it, we we actually talked about it yesterday. Uh, my news director and I uh, talked about it for about a half hour, and I think I, um, I I had her more confused when I walked out than I did when I walked in. So, <laughs> and I, when I was when I really got deep in the weeds when I was when I introduced the idea of the first four, and if Nebraska gets set to the first four in Dayton, um, that's probably a must cover because an NCAA tournament win yep. in Dayton is still an NCAA yep. tournament win in the first of the program. Damn right it is. So, yeah. So that was uh, an interesting uh, uh, talking point yesterday and you know that's the that's the thing like 
the NCAA tournament is so exciting and so great, but for a news director, it's a budget killer, right? So mm-hmm. it, you you hope for you hope for uh, uh, close destination, close and drivable destinations for all your teams. <laughs> That's yeah. what I put you out there with that. And and a year where maybe you would have three men's teams with two women's teams. Oh, by the way, the city hosts the first and second round. Oh, that on top of everything. Yeah. On top yeah. of yeah. everything. Right, yeah. right. You know, and we actually talked about this a little bit yesterday. I said, you know, I was trying to explain, like, you know, hey, Creighton, because they are the host institution, they can't be placed in, mm-hmm. in Omaha. However, technically, Nebraska can. UNO could. Um, yeah. You know, whether that happens or not remains to be seen. But, uh, you know, uh, covering Wisconsin as a comparison, in the last 20, 25 years, I think they've been sent to Milwaukee three different times. And, you know, that's a pseudo-home game for the Badgers. It's uh, very similar to the situation here. So it can happen. You know, for Nebraska, obviously, you got to get into the dance first before you worry about placement. All right, what happens tonight? You were there yesterday. You heard from Mac, Stephen Ashworth. You know what it'll be like there tonight. You know who uh, Creighton is up against. What do you think happens? Well, I, I think I know they're ready. That's for sure. And I know that they, they realize that this is a bigger game than just a ranked opponent, right? I mean, yeah. they, uh, you know, Max says, you know, they play ranked opponents all the time, which is very true. It's just such a unique um, situation when you have the number one team coming to your, to your place. It hasn't happened, uh, you know, uh, that often in, in great program history. I think it's just the fourth time it's happened in Omaha. Um, and, you know, they're 0 6 lifetime against the number one team. Uh, they know that they've never, at least Mac knows, because he mentioned it yesterday, that, that, that the program has never beaten the number one. So it is important. And, oh, my goodness, would this do wonders to boost their resume uh, in a solid resume that they're going to get in the tournament anyways. But uh, if, if they were to win tonight, it would be a huge, huge deal. You know, after UConn, what happened Saturday against Marquette, I don't know if there's any team in the country. You can't. They're the best. They're playing the best of any team in the country. And, um can they can they carry that over till tonight? I, I I'm not I'm, I'm I know that Creighton will meet their energy and and uh, it's just a matter of this, if the shots fall and if they can execute defensively um, to get in uh, in the way of some UConn um, offensive sets because you know you're not going to give up 99 to this team and win yeah, so right. um, yeah. uh, so you you got to play some some D and I think they uh, Creighton definitely took a step in the right direction. Uh, at Butler, that was a, that was a, uh, a nice confidence boost for them on Saturday. Hey, on the uh, on the red team on Nebraska with what they have on the road, not only tomorrow but also just this this stretch where it's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable stretch because we've talked about it. Gary's mentioned it too. There, there's there's no good wins. There's only bad losses. What are you sensing from that team as they kind of go into what is? A, I mean, let's face it. This is the two week stretch. that's going to make or break uh, their their tournament hopes. Yeah, that's a great point, and they have to get. Obviously, I'm not breaking a new ground here, but you got to get uh, one, two on the road. I mean, yeah, uh, you're right. There is no uh, real good wins left on the schedule, but there there is potential for really bad losses. I mean, who would have thought that when looking at the final uh, stretch of uh, games, yeah. the final five or whatever on the regular season that that Indiana, Minnesota, Ohio State, Rutgers, Michigan, there's not really a great win out of the lot. But, you know, you go on the road and you win at Indiana, that's saying something, you know. And and I'll tell you, after watching Ohio State beat up uh, Purdue, win uh, Purdue, um, 
that would be saying something under what's happened in Columbus there. Mm-hmm. And how about that, fellas? Did you see after the game they were ready for the court storming? Yes. Did you see that? They were like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to make a line and the 15 exit yep. stage left or whatever there. We're not going to have a repeat in Columbus. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even in you know, even what's happened at Michigan um, with Juwan Howard, uh, you know, that's a game, you know, they, they don't traditionally play well if memory serves. I mean, I, I, I remember a bunch of blowouts uh, – at Chrysler uh, with this team, yeah. Um, so that 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 would be a, a, a nice win. Um, so I think you got to get two, and I I, I do think that uh, Indiana for what they're going through. I mean, there's there's local columnists calling for uh, for the head coach to depart at this point, even though I, I don't know if it's going to happen this year at Indiana. Um, it, it's not a great situation when uh, when basketball isn't good in Bloomington. Um, so this is a vulnerable team, and I think Nebraska has to take advantage. And as long as they, as long as they rebound, take care of the basketball, that really seems to be a winning formula that Fred's had. And it's been interesting watching, you know, when I talk to people from out of state or out of market, and they ask about Nebraska basketball, I said it's been interesting to watch the evolution of uh, Fred Hoiberg's teams because I think he came in thinking that, oh yeah, we have this dynamic offense, and I, you know, we have all these different offensive sets, and we can bring it in with transfers and what have you. And I think he's learned over time that defense, toughness, rebounds, wins the games in the Big mm-hmm. Ten. And, um, and that's what the team is built on this year. And um, uh, I would, you know, you don't, it, technically, you really, in our business, you don't really root for one way or another. At least you, you're not supposed to. But, I, you know, for, for them to having gone through a year, it's an easy team to root for for Nebraska because of what Fred's gone through and what the team has gone yeah. through. And I would just like to see, March uh, relevant for Nebraska basketball for once. It would be fun to see. Uh, yes, it would. Um, but it'll be it'll be quite the next couple of weeks. Should be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, look forward to your uh, coverage, and uh, I'm glad you guys are uh, back to a uh, fully staffed. Uh, that's good. And so are we. Oh yeah, with the high school <laughs> the high school tournament. Right oh yeah, that's going to be fun too. Yeah, I mean we couldn't have it couldn't have come at a better time. So hey. Glad to be back at full strength. Hey, great to see you, and uh, we'll uh, see you tonight. Thanks, boys. That's uh, Andy Kennedy from uh, KTV. I think people really like Lauren. Yep. Uh, know of her. I've never actually met her, but I've seen her, and I've seen her content that she yeah. puts out, too. Yeah, works about, really, really about, hard. How about all three shops in town, uh, six, seven, and three, all have a female sportscaster? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is great. And all they're right. all good. All right, we're back. Uh, quick thoughts uh, on what's going to happen tonight after this in 1620 The Zone.